What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Corner Post. As always, I'm Sebastian Quinn here, joined by Daniel Rostevsky. What's up? And a pretty big week because it is the last of the deadline, uh, the January transfers, excuse me, and a few interesting results, to put it nicely, at the top. You know, Arsenal losing to Swansea, Chelsea as well. Uh, We'll get into those games and also all the big transfers from a deadline day in the Premier League a, a lot of big movement on the last mm. day of the last day of January which very rarely happens so quite a quite a lot to talk about before we get into it you can hit me up on Twitter for any questions or comments on the show it's at Seb underscore Quinn you can get down on Instagram at Daniel Stesky. and with that we'll jump right into Arsenal's 3-1 loss to uh, Swansea in the south of Wales an early goal from Nacho Monreal cancelled out by a double from Sam Klukas and a tap in from Jordan Ayew handing Swansea yet another upset victory after beating Liverpool last week so two Two huge wins in a row for Swansea. They now sit second last, but there's only five points between 10th and 19th. So as we've been, uh, re- just to reiterate, in the bottom half of the table, really anything could happen in terms of uh, movement between the bottom and the mid-table. Mm. Check with a error at the back, which gave Swansea the lead. Uh, but did the Arsenal defence put him under too much pressure in this? There were three Swansea strikers up there pressing on him. And Mustafi's back pass, you know, it was horrible conditions, a bit of rain and stuff. And... Some people were saying, oh, there was a bobble, there was this, there was that. But I don't know, it was a bit of a bit of a strange one to see check stuff up that bad. Mm. I mean, there are times where you just have to think, just play it safe and get rid of it. Yeah. You play to your keeper, who knows what can happen. Yeah. Just look for a long ball. Mm. And then if there's no long ball option, short ball. Yeah, because the thing was they um, you know, threw, it to Mis- threw it to Mustafi and who then let it run and then turned. And really, it was either play to check or just smash it. Um, pretty much just out across the the side of the field. Yeah. So I that, feel like that was pretty much Mustafa just panicking. Like, okay, I got no options. Yeah. Fire, check you, you, you deal figure with something out. Yeah, a bit of a um, yeah. Mustafi had a very a very poor game because uh, the third goal actually was another defensive error off him. Uh, Jordan Ayew, sorry, going down the byline and then cutting it back, and Sam Klukas getting his second goal. So mm. um, you know, really just shocking defense from Arsenal in general because both Bellerin and I think it was Ramsey, just neither of them attacking the ball as was crossed and. Klugas just came right in and you know got his second so that was the third for Swansea but just back to check real quick but you know other the calls for a new keeper valid you know he's 35 now I don't know how long how much longer he's got left in him and then also just you know he's he's in a bad run of form I feel like that's the only um, caveat for you know what's going on right now you yeah. know, he, he does have games where he does play well but you know there's games like this where it's like well you know probably should have done better yeah so at his age now you think to yourself as a keeper you can keep going mm. I'd say right now he's good at 35 yeah but that he should be great yeah. at 35 mm. so I definitely say look look for a new keeper it's not a big rush yeah you can probably look for some some depth find some young keepers yeah in the meantime and then definitely look for a, a permanent starter they still do have Ospina as a backup keeper as well which always helps mm. but um, you know, I feel like Ospina still does has his own shortcomings as well. So yeah. you got that to deal with. But I mean, this loss, as bad as it was, was completely swept under the rug with the announcement of uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang for £56 million from Dortmund. How do you, in terms of money, you know, is that a fair price for him, do you think? I'd say it's on par, if not a little bit cheaper than what I expect. Yeah, yeah. same. I think I was, I mean, how would you, I would value about 65 Yeah, so. around yeah. 65 to £70 million. Pounds. Yeah, is a is a fair transfer for him. Mm. I mean, he's twenty eight at the moment. Here, he's got eleven goals in sixteen league games this season, and also won the Golden Boot last year with thirty one. So, I mean, I think because he's he's twenty eight, that's mm. probably why he wasn't that much. Yeah, if he was doing if if those stats were there while he's about twenty three, twenty four, yeah, you'd be looking at seventy eighty million. Oh, easily. Same same thing that I've been saying for the past few weeks. But you know, we should, Arsenal should have been buying him about two years ago when he was twenty six, yeah. twenty five. 
Um, you know, now he's 28, you know, still entering, still in a prime. I think now he's probably matured as a player in terms of his finishing and also his uh, play, you know, his positioning in front of goal too. So similar, sim- similar Sanchez situation. You guys mm. him when he was like 28, 29. Yeah. He got to about 30 where he was just like, okay, he's peaked. Yeah. So I'm hoping Aubameyang can keep the peak going because mm. you're, you're, I think you get probably two two good years out of him. Yeah, I feel like the other thing is he relies so much on his pace in this yeah. uh, this situ- in uh, in front of goals, but at the same time, you know, you've been watching his goals just on YouTube and stuff, and you know, his his finishing's there. Like, you yeah. know, some tough finishes that play, he's put he's away. He's a freak. He's a freak. So but it's, like, it's typical Arsenal. Like, mm. should have bought him at 24, 26. Yeah. So you can get a good four, five years out of their peak. Yeah. Buys them at 28, 29, gets a, gets a year or two out of their peak. Yeah. And it's just, it costs more money that way. Mm. No, definitely. I mean, there was a bit of a debate on Arsenal Fan TV whether he's actually, whether he should be classified as world class or not. But I don't know. How do you see him in yeah. that? Yeah, definitely. Go- Golden Boot last year yeah. against some top quality players. Yeah, Lewandowski. And yeah. Them, yeah. You can't, you can't not call him world class after performing like that. Yeah, because I was saying, oh, you know, he's not Messi, he's not Suarez, he's not... Um, you know he's not Lewandowski I was like well you know he's done quite well for himself at Dortmund considering the amount of players uh, that are you know that have left Dortmund as well yeah. like, he's the one player who's almost stayed but I think they, all, they, they, get, they, get, they don't give him the world class title because he's not from a, a nation that's like in all these tournaments yeah so that's you, also you, true you only see one side of him yeah bit of a um, yeah tough one for him representing Gabon he, I think he did win the African player of the year I think it was 2015 or so yeah he was in the final he was one of the finalists this year yeah, yeah. Mane and Salah yeah of course Salah's going to be taking it out um, for quite some time but uh, where does he fit with Arsenal too you know I've been joking about Arsene, Arsene Wenger playing him on the wing but it is also somewhat of a reality considering what's been going on mm. such the thing there's so many attacking options yeah I keep thinking about the defense. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, we kind of fixed the engine, but didn't fix the top back tires as mm. well kind of thing. So, But with him, definitely up front. Yeah. Either roll, roll uh, interchanges with uh, Lacazette mm-hmm. or shift Lacazette left or play yeah. both of them together. One behind the other, one next to the other. Yeah. I mean... It's a it's a good it's a good dilemma to have. Mm. You have okay, like is it or Bamiang? Yeah, who's feeling better? Who's playing better? Mm. Try and play them both. Play one of them. Yeah, I feel like Wenger's also gone to the the other thing. Just to quickly go back to the Swansea game, Arsene Wenger played a four three three and played Mesut Ozil on the right wing, which immediately didn't work. And Ozil straight away just dropped back into a midfield role. That's the thing. I'd see that formation four three three, and I just picture Ozil. Tucking in yeah. with the midfield, and it'd be like a four, like a four-four-two, but like an altered formation. Yeah, yeah. So I know on like so usually the Premier League they show, um, it isn't like the formation itself, but it's like how they sat on the field for yeah, most of the game, yeah. and you could you would see him just tucked in behind the striker or like just next to the midfield. Yeah, which is like as a winger, that's a big gap that's just mm. empty. Yeah, I wouldn't mind like a um, a four-three-one-two maybe just as like. You know, for our usual four at the back and then three in the midfield. You know, you've got Ramsey mm. on then Shaka, Ozil as that one, and then Lacazette and Aubameyang <laughs> as the front two. Or then, you know, the other thing is you could also do like a four four one one with Lacazette just behind Aubameyang, but yeah. that will require him to play more more of a distributing role. I think him as a ball player is is a better ball player than Aubameyang. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'd say it's a role he could he could fit. Yeah, and like Ozil as a central midfielder, which requires a lot more defending than he would like. Yeah, again, it's tough. I mean. Play two up front with one tucked in behind, mm. and that could be Ozil. Yeah, um, Mkhitaryan on the right. Mm. You can got yeah, that's op- options thing. for the left. Mkhitaryan too. Laka and um, not sorry, Laka, Jaka and Ramsey or Ulshi. Yeah, in central midfield. Well, hopefully, I mean, it is a good problem to have, as you've said. But um, you know, Wenger, knowing considering how he's dealt with this in the past, will 
we'll have to see how you know what he does this week uh, coming up against Everton. The big so, problem is defense. I wish I wish he has bought a defender. Yeah, well, especially given Mustafi's performance in this game as well. It's like, well, you know, I still love him as a centre back, mm. but man, you know, he's got a lot of growing to do. You know, he's still 24, 25, but at the same time, you know, Kashoni's getting older, so you got to replace him. Yeah, uh, Monreal's hitting some great form, scoring goals out of I mean, nowhere. Mustafi, he will be picked in the German squad. Mm. Yeah, because apart from. Um, Boateng and Hummels mm. I'd probably play him yeah so well Mertesucker's out as well and you know they do have Howardes too if I'm yeah. not saying but he plays more of a left back role yeah, for the yeah. national team so uh, the signing did fortunately uh, prompt Ozil to sign a new contract until 2021 on 350k per week which I'm pretty sure is an Arsenal uh, record in terms of wages mm. per week which is kind of crazy because you know you see United giving out 450k to Sanchez and then uh, I think Rooney as he was leaving on his last contract was like 400k as well so mm. for us to hold off and actually just give Ozil this kind of contract is like I just like man, how just convenient that was it's yeah. like really won't he really mm-hmm. won't he it's yeah. like yeah yeah how long was it? Three years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, until 2021. But yeah, definitely. I mean, it was definitely convenient. You know, Ozil, this kind of gets rid of the will he, won't he. I think he was, he was waiting to see, like, look, I wouldn't say he was waiting to see what players Arsenal was going to sign. Yeah. Oh, he didn't sign anyone? I'm out of here. Yeah. I was just like, it, w- it would have weighed in mm-hmm. on whether, like, will he would have, would he have stayed? Yeah, definitely. But, like, he loves the club. Yeah. And I mean, he's just. He's glad that they've signed some quality players now mm. that he can work with. Yeah. So I think he's excited. I feel like Ozil's definitely less of a mercenary in comparison to Sanchez as well. Like Sanchez, the fact he went to, not to hop to, I mean, we've covered this transfer plenty, but the fact he went to United shows that he was more after the money. Yeah. You know, because he very easily could have gone to City um, mm. for that much. But anyway, uh, Ozil, yeah, it's great to great to see him sign with the club. You know, kind of a reassurance that, um, you know, because the last year or so, there's been this cloud hanging over the club of whether Ozil leaves, whether he stays. Pretty much t- um, tying up that loose end. Yeah, exactly. So now, and this is like a solid, like it's three years. So it's a pretty long, you know, relatively long contract too. Mm. You know, he's been signing these shorter deals, but yeah, good to have that's him the three years of our man's going to be left in his prime. Yeah. After that three years, whole new dilemma. Mm. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a new coach at that point to take care of that. Yeah. But um, yeah, hopefully, you know, I'm assuming Wenger's going to be see out his deal and then go. I let's can't see let's him. Start leaving. a new hashtag, Ancelotti. In yeah, <laughs> Twitter, yeah. Go, go crazy for that. It was funny because after the Swansea game, it was um, or you know, Arsenal fan TV. Everyone with like Arsenal, you know, Wenger out signs behind, mm. you know, behind DT and all them. And uh, God bless Arsenal fan TV. Just so much entertainment. You know, yeah. who needs Netflix when you got this sort of thing? Mate, so, what do you think I'm doing the rest of the day? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll move on to another another huge game. Spurs two, Man United nil. Alexis Sanchez making his Premier League debut, but only took 11 seconds for Spurs to find the opening goal, which was actually the third fastest in Premier League history. It only got worse as Phil Jones does what Phil Jones does best and screwed up everything as he scored an <laughs> own goal in the 28th minute. Uh, quite the finish from the English centre-back. Surprised that Tottenham didn't sign him, but rather Lucas Moura, who we were talking about briefly last yeah. week. Uh, he had no place at PSG following the signing of ni- the arrival of Neymar there. $25 million for the Brazilian to North London. Uh, you know, full of Brazilians to come to North London despite looking like a 40-year-old. He's still only 25. Is yeah, he 25? Yeah. He's super young. He I looks mean, very, I thought very it was young. 28. Yeah, I thought it was a lot old. I that's thought it was closer to 30. That's what I was thinking. Like, he's one of those players you'd think he could... He, he, it's more likely he will flop or not so much flop as not perform mm. than he would. Yeah. But at the age of 25, man, 
I've yeah. got high hopes for him. He's got a, you know, I mean, he, he's incredibly done incredible um, work so far. And then, yeah, to PSG, obviously a huge fee for him. And at such a young age, I, I feel like I feel like a lot of people saw him as the, you know, Neymar, the you know, 1.0, whereas Neymar himself was like a yeah. Neymar 2.0. That's the thing. I think, yeah, he came in, there was like a lot of hype, a lot of hype. He, yeah. he, he got some good games there. And then he was just sort of like, just like he petered out a little bit. Yeah. New players came in and it was just like, his potential bar was like so high. And then as mm. he as wasn't playing that often, it dropped, it dropped, it dropped. And now it's like so much so low mm. that he has to pretty much like restart again. Yeah. Which I mean, give him, give him a good running form at Spurs. Mm. Potential's high. Yeah, he'll be fine, I think. He's, he's 25, man. He's so young, crazy. But um, yeah, I feel like Di Maria's arrival didn't help. Yeah. And then uh, Dra- even Draxler's even Draxler there, earlier. Yeah. yeah. So... Um, yeah, he's only played in five games this season. Got one goal. He'll definitely play for like every game for Spurs. Oh, he should. There's no reason. I mean, it's either him or like Mikel. An- no, sorry, not Mikel Antonio. Sissoko uh, or Min Son on the left. Yeah. Lucas on the right. You having a you having a field day? Yeah, that should be fun. He's so quick. He's so good on the ball. Mm. He's one of those guys where it's just like you wouldn't pick. Like obviously Brazilian. Oh, his tickers are on fire. Yeah, but you wouldn't suspect him to be just this freak on the ball. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they've got. You know, not exactly a position they needed to fill, but certainly a player that they can have come in and, you know, especially helping out with their mm. depth too. So, uh, do you feel like they probably could have gotten him for less, 25 million? You know, not not expensive per se, but also not... Um, I'd say it's a fair one, yeah. Either, yeah. His I, age, yeah. nationality. Mm. He occasionally plays the national team. He, yeah. he might get picked. I feel like the fact he's barely played this season, Spurs probably could have gotten them down to 20 or 18. They could have bargained that. I, I mean... Mm. That, I think the more so that they, they were more so buying the name, yeah, than what, like what he's done. No, definitely. Like uh, Lucas Moura, let's play twenty five thirty. Yeah, hasn't played this season. Still, they know him. They know what he's capable of. That's probably why they they pay that much. Yeah, you know, just overpay a little bit just to guarantee the sale. Because yeah. I think he was linked to. I mean, um, the coach uh, at PSG said that he. Had, I mean, he's not going to play for us. Mm. Uh, so you know, that's the other thing. I thought I was like, well, listen, he's not going to play for you guys. And you know he's he's barely played this season, so what should bargain a cheaper price for that? Yeah, I feel like it might just be the inner Asian in me trying to get a cheaper price, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like that's what they should have done. But United, meanwhile, a uh, fairly successful transfer window. You know, bring in Sanchez. I feel like mm. when you bring in a player of that caliber, it's all, almost always going to be a you know a pretty happy yeah uh, January. But they still sit second, just three points clear of Chelsea and Liverpool. But speaking of Chelsea, a three uh, 0 loss at Stamford Bridge. Uh, to Bournemouth quite, it was a quiet first half it was blown out of the water by a frantic second Callum Wilson Junior Stanislas and Nathan Ake returning to his former club uh, all scoring in a result which no one really saw coming I could no. not have picked this at no all no way uh, so Olivier Giroud and Emerson Palmieri watching on from the bench in this one Giroud coming across from Arsenal uh, for 18 million pounds on an 18 month contract which funnily enough it was actually a profit for Arsenal they did sign him for 12 million pounds from Montpellier all the uh, five years ago and he's had a I think he did have a good run at Arsenal you know over 100 105 goals from memory in about 263 games so a pretty decent return he went permanently eh? yeah permanent deal yeah that's the thing Chelsea were, were like okay we need some striking options yeah is <sighs> a permanent offer I mean yeah he'll play mm. here and there yeah but it's not one of those things where it's like, all right, isn't a bummy Yang. Yeah, no. He's going to be a vital role in the team. Mm. It was, I, th- I think it was just a panic a panic move. Yeah, I feel like the style they play as well, they wanted a Murata-esque striker and Batshuayi just wasn't providing that. And I think I feel True. like Batshuayi was more along the ground, you know, good strength, kind of a... He's Lu- more of a poor man's drug bar. Yeah, I was going to say poor man's Lukaku. So yeah, yeah. Similar, very similar um, style of play. I think Giroud is stronger than Murata. Yeah. Like, no, physical as a player, definitely, definitely much stronger. Yeah, yeah. But like skill-wise, Murata has him there. But mm. I mean, yeah. he'll, 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 he'll perform. He has yeah. his roles... 
And I mean, Chelsea will know how to use him. Hmm. So As long as he's getting service, because this is what I found when he was playing at Arsenal. There were a lot of times where he was playing, but more of a hold-up striker, you know, get the ball, lay it off. And mm. Chelsea, the way that mean, I think, what was the stat? It was um, Aspilicueta's crossed six balls for Morata and he scored six goals, which yeah. is nuts. So if he's getting that kind of service, then... He's great in the year, so he'll... he'll Giroud will, will finish those. Yeah, absolutely. So um, Palmieri, meanwhile, left back coming across from Roma for 17 million. I'm assuming he'll be used rather sparingly, you know, throughout cup games, and whatnot. You know, the thing, yeah, I saw that. I saw that person. I was just I was confused because I was like, mm. they they got Alonso. Yeah, I mean, okay, they would need a sub. Yeah, like some depth, but yeah, well, their back line at least, you know, you got Victor Moses, um, you know, Espiliqueta, um, you know, Marcos Alonso as well, who's in great form, scoring mm. goals as well. You know, then Gary Cahill, Christensen. I know uh, David Luiz is kind of on the rocks in that sense, but... This is, this is what I thought was going to happen. The mm. Giroud transfer yeah. plus a Luiz swap. Yeah. That's what I read somewhere and I was mm. thinking to myself, that would be ideal for Arsenal to yeah. take that. I would, even if it was just Giroud for David Luiz, would have been a really good mm. deal, I feel like. But um, yeah, I feel like Luiz probably worth a little bit... Well, I don't know, Luiz probably worth more than 18 million thought, pounds. Yeah, you could play a swap plus a cash. A bit of cash. Yeah, I mean, it's good to see. I'm liking the fact that Premier League are now just trading players. It reminds mm. me of a lot of the NBA. So yeah. it's like, oh, what about this deal and blah, blah, blah. So the players in there, aren't you going to ask me, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, speaking of this deal, the the final piece of the puzzle was uh, Michi Bashuai going to Dortmund until the end of the season. I feel like he's, he hasn't had quite the impact that Chelsea were after. You know, 12 goals in 26 games for the club. Not a bad return per se, but... That's decent. I mean, he, he hasn't started many. Mm, no, so he's definitely off the bench for the majority. He's one of the players where he's he, he he's performing, yeah. but he's struggling, struggling to keep that consistent form because yeah. he's either going to come off the bench once, mm. not play a couple games. Yeah. He'll come off the bench again. And it's just like, man, he's like pleading to the coach, let me just start mm. a good five, six games yeah. so I can get a good run going. Because right now, it's just like... You wouldn't look at him and think to yourself, wow, he's doing great. Mm, yeah. He did get that double over Newcastle in the FA Cup. And, um, you know, the thing is now Morata's out, but the problem is Hazard's hit a crazy run of form where he's like just yeah. scoring goals for fun. So I think it's a good move for Bashway Dortmund because, mm. yeah, obviously Aubameyang's gone. Yeah. He'll, he'll start every game. Mm. He's also out of the spotlight because I feel like he's mostly known for his social media and his hair yeah. as opposed to his performance on the pitch. So the fact that he'll be out of the spotlight will help. He can just go out and play, mm. um, you know, start every game, like you said. So. Uh, definitely a um, <clears throat> a good a fairly a, kind of a merry-go-round of a Premier League mm. transfer window, I suppose. But you know, this was yet another upset over Chelsea. So first Burnley, now Bournemouth, uh, to keep the bees going. Next would be Brighton, I'd assume. What one? So there, huh? keep Matty Ryan with a clean sheet. I'll yeah, be happy. I'll get get a hit, hit a good run of form for the national team. But we wish we be Matty Ryan onto the show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, getting McCall in, you know, from Brighton, you know, living the life over there. But. I'll uh, move on to Manchester City 3, West Brom nil. A comprehensive win from City with Fernandinho, Kevin De Bruyne and Sergio Aguero. Uh, sealing an easy win for City as they go 15 points clear at the top of the table. This also saw Emmerich uh, Laporte making his debut uh, for City after signing from Athletic Bilbao for £57.2 million. He's an incredible defender. Won 70% of his headed duels so far, 44 out of 63 uh, for the season which is nuts like for a centre back so that was a starting debut here. yeah starting debut he signed and got off the plane walked straight into the pitch basically I've always known he's a great player yep I mean I've, I don't watch the Liga like religiously but I've always mm. heard about him watched, his, like, watched a couple of his games yep he's a freak and he's so young as well he's like yep. 23 yeah yeah He's going to be a world-class defender. Another, yeah, another, you know, John Stone's out with illness, but City, once again, just solidifying their back line, you yeah. know, taking no chances. I mean, he, he's worth every penny that they pay because mm. he's, going to, he's going to provide dividend. He's, when he's at least 26, 27, 
world class. Yeah, he's got so much time ahead of him as well. So, um, you know, and I feel like he's also could be the vocal leader that they need with company, uh, you know, kind of on at the tail end of his career. Mm. You know, I feel like John Stones isn't exactly the vocal leader that they need. You I know, can't, he, I can't more, picture him being that. Yeah. Quiet player. Ultimately, so. ultimately, I don't think he knows the language that well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think this, this guy, this guy's, he's going to be great. Yeah. He's got seven clean sheets in 19 appearances this season. So, um, I feel like Athletic, Athletic Bilbao getting more draws than wins so far. But, you know, he's, hold, he's held off some of the big sides as well. And, you know, he can hold his own against, uh, you know, some big, obviously, Ronaldo and Messi and mm. uh, some of the more world he's, class. He's, a, he's six foot two. He's about, yeah. I don't know, he's just about 80 kilos, a little bit yeah. over 80 kilos. He's a strong player. No, exactly. And as long as he's got a bit of pace on him, then he should fit in fine yeah. in the Premier League. And even then, even he's not that fast, but if he can physically hold his own, which it looks like he should, yeah. uh, then he should have no I mean, problem. Even then, like, his pace is good, but he's just a tactician. He yeah. knows how to judge the ball. Yeah. He, he's just a freak. Yeah. And if he can play the ball well as well, you know, move it around in the city system, mm. then yeah, he'll have that starting place in no I time. Think, I think he has that, that trait in him that Guardiola loves yeah. in defenders. Basically, yeah. just as similar as a midfielder, effortlessly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this game also saw uh, Daniel Sturridge making his debut for West Brom on loan from Liverpool. The Sturridge. Of course. Um, how, is impo- how important is it for him to perform under Alan Pardew, especially given the World Cup coming up? All right, vital. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, Harry Kane's going to get picked as a striker. Yeah, that's that, a given. That's, that's a given. So, they're going to look for options, as in backups. Either Kane gets injured, tired, you never know. Yeah. They're, they're looking at probably Vardy, Sturridge. Yeah, of course. So, if he can perform here, mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'd pick him regardless because yeah. I know what he's capable of. Yeah. But he would want to perform at his best right now. Yeah, he did almost get a goal. I think uh, Edison came out and he he didn't quite round the keeper. He was on the edge of the box and went into the side netting. Uh, so not a bad debut per se for him. But mm. West Brom are in desperate need for a goal scorer. It's hard but, because he's in West Brom and they're just they're in such a, a really bad uh, situation right now. Yeah. So it's like you're calling a lot from him. Mm. Someone who's like not I, I wouldn't say he's capable of doing things like that, just mm. changing a team on, on, on his own. Yeah. But I mean. I'm hoping for the best. Especially when um, he's probably not going to be getting much service either. Yeah. You know, you look at the West Brom side and, you know, they even uh, Kuchariak is probably the best player on their, on their team yeah. right now. And he's more of a defensive midfielder yeah. as well. So, so you got to feel for him, but hopefully he can he can actually score some goals and, uh, you know, crack that England squad. If anything, which, play Rondon striker and chuck him as a centre forward. Yeah. Get him get him more of the ball. Yeah, just play him on the ball. At least he can... Because his, his passing's not too bad. You know, he's still... Yeah. Still definitely a striker in that sense where he's not fantastic. But at the same time, um, considering, you know, he's... Considering he's what he's got there, he, yeah. he should be on the board as often as he can because there's no one that can provide. Uh, move on to Huddersfield nil, Liverpool 3. A uh, cracker from Emre Chan, some tidy feet from Roberto Firmino and a swift penalty from Mohamed Salah giving Liverpool the bounce back they needed after falling to Swansea last week. Salah now with 19 league goals this season, which is the same amount as Huddersfield as a team. Which is absurd. <laughs> so is he top goal scorer right now? Uh, yeah, Leonardo right now. So either him or Harry Kane, they're both up there, mm. and then Sterling rounding out third. So that, that, that's, that's what you want. He's going to crack the twenty mark. Yeah. If you want to, if you like, out of your goal scorers in the team, twenty mm-hmm. goals a season is a minimum. Yeah. So that's about perfect for him. No, definitely. I think the fact that he's doing it from the I know this was a penalty, but the fact he's doing it from the right wing as well. That's like the most striker, goals, yeah. It's definitely right most wing. impressive. So he's got a great finishing for a winger. Mm. Yeah, that left foot just you know does wonders for the team. But uh, move on to Newcastle one, Burnley one. A late equaliser from Sam Voke secured yet another draw for Burnley. Uh, they're eighth of the season. They've now won nine, drawn eight, and lost eight. So definitely a balanced year for them. Mm. Um, it was a funny one though, as it probably went down as an own goal as Vokes headed it, initially saved in, into the crossbar by Darlow. It then fell back into Darlow, hit his head, and then his hands, and then went back in. So, a bit of a FIFA goal in this one. So, mm. got to feel bad for Newcastle. They now sit just one point off safety, but 
they did bring in some goal scoring help with Islam Slimani on loan from Leicester and Kennedy from left back who we can't confirm he's a left back slash left winger yeah that was weird I remember they yeah. had him as a striker and then like they must yeah. have just shifted him because yeah. I, I saw the update mm. and it's just like Left, left mid left wing back like, yeah. that's weird yeah yeah I know I do remember them playing him up front might have been like a left wing role could have been actually like, like a hazard, yeah. hazard uh, depth replacement <clears throat> yeah but I know they have been um, playing him a little bit deeper but he did pick up an assist in this game as well but Slimani I feel like is a bigger talking point as well uh, 13 goals in 46 46 games for the Foxes but he's a club legend in Portugal for Sporting Lisbon mm. uh, 57 goals in 111 games uh, could he be what he need, what Newcastle need to avoid relegation? He went on loan. To yeah, on loan. It's not a permanent deal, but That's the thing, yeah, he went to Leicester recently. Yeah, yeah. So there's like uh, quickly, we, we, off to Newcastle quickly. Mm. I mean, he's a great striker. Yeah, great, great. He's got great heading. Mm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a threat anywhere he goes. He's tall. He's strong. Yeah. I mean, provided he gets service. Yeah. Yeah, he'll do well. I feel like underrated finishing as well. Like he's not the fastest of players, but if he's in the right spot and can pick his spot, then. Bang, yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's one of those mold of strikers where it's just you're tall, you're strong, good yeah. in the air, good finishing, not quick, mm. De- decent, decent touch, decent, decent ball control. I mean, it fits some some teams if that's their play style. Yeah. So I mean, he could have been someone that could have fit into Chelsea. Like that's that's yeah. the player that they're yeah. after, tall, strong, head, yeah. heading, heading type striker. Mm. So I mean. I'm Why hoping not? that he gets good service there because yeah. he's, he's, he's got great finishing. Mm. So I he can feel, show it off. Yeah. I was going to say he might be too old for Chelsea, but the, I mean, Giroud's almost 32 now. So yeah. um, if they're willing to take him, then I, I suppose Slomani should have certainly been an option as well. Mm. So, uh, just going through the last few games of the round, West Ham won, Crystal Palace won. A thundering header, then none other, Christian Benteke getting Palace off to a great start before Mark Noble slotted home a penalty to tie things up. Benteke with just his second goal of the campaign. Both sides... Pretty quiet in the transfer window, but window, sorry. Uh, but West Ham did lose Andre Ayew back to Swansea, where he'll reunite with his brother Jordan Ayew. Was it West Ham who bought that Jao Mario? Jao Mario as well. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to get to that, him. That was a random purchase for them. So he did almost score for them in this game. Bit of a miss kick in this one, but um, I suppose yeah, anywhere in the midfield they did have Obiang who was playing quite well and scored that cracker against mm. Spurs. But I mean, obviously they felt like he was somewhat expendable and got rid of him. But eighteen million for Andre Ayew is. A, I feel like it's a bit steep for a player of his caliber, especially yeah. especially considering Swansea sold him to West Ham in August 2016 for essentially the same price. And now he's two, he's two years older. So he's now with his brother at yeah. Swansea now. <clears throat> yeah. How much was Giroud? Giroud was 18. Same price. Jeez. That, yeah. That's, that's, that's a lot. I mean, I'd say Giroud's at least proved mm. what he's worth, whereas yeah. um, Andre has just sort of yeah. struggled. He's only three years younger and for the same price, but I feel like Giroud's heading ability outweighs IU's ability for everything else. That's the thing. I wouldn't mind seeing how IU would perform in the Arsenal because yeah. I reckon he'd do well. Yeah. He's quick. He's good on the ball. Mm. Then again, if you're within like three years of each other and you got the same price tag, yeah, I'd expect that you guys are like identical players. Mm. I feel like it's also kind of a legacy buy for Swansea. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll take you back. He did yeah. so well for us before, blah, blah, blah. I think, like, the Swansea page went nuts. Like, yeah. oh, the our boy's back. Yeah. Like, man, it'd be good to see him and his brother perform. Mm. Like, yeah. there's a good partnership there. That'd, that'd, that'd be interesting. Yeah. He had um, six goals in 24 games this season uh, so far, including a double against Spurs in the FA Cup or EFL Cup, excuse me. He's someone that I can see in the big teams. It's just, like, not as in, wow, like, they bought this guy. Or, like, wow, he's performing so well. Yeah. Off the ball and, like, just prior to the goal not even the assist yeah. his performance would be good so yeah, yeah. it's definitely an option for them still feel like 18 million is a bit much for him bit of a I'd say 10 like, 
Yeah, I feel like Swansea were like, oh, you know, they um, West Ham offered him to them. They're like, oh, hell yeah. How much do you want for him? They're like, oh, 18. They're like, well, boy. <laughs> so kind of thing where, where they should have just said, oh, you know, let's bargain it down a little bit. Mm. Even if it was like 14 or 12 to four, twelve to 15, I feel yeah. like it would be more acceptable. But the fact that it's closer to 20 is like just, uh, you know, a bit hesitant. And on Giroud it. was that much and he's scored more than him. Yeah, and definitely. More than him. Played national team. And uh, AU is French, isn't he? Yeah, French. Yeah. Which is, I mean, he's not going to crack the national team. And he's the same price as Giroud. Exactly. Uh, so we'll move on to the last few games. Uh, Everton 2, Leicester City 1. A double from Theo Walker getting Everton past uh, Leicester as they secure their first win in six league games. Uh, Jamie Vardy uh, penalty couldn't revitalize the Foxes as Big Sam took out a win in his 1,000th game in charge of the English league side, which is crazy. Also shows you how many teams he's been in charge of. I think yeah. this is like his sixth or seventh, yeah. um, if not more. So uh, at least in the Premier League, because he's gone down the championship mm. money as well. So um, Mahrez also a big talking point. So close to signing for Liverpool and then incredibly close to signing for Man City. I read that he had a medical. I read yeah. that he, he was in Melwood looking around the club. I'm like, man, yeah. I'm just... Just announce it. It's one of those things where it's just like, I wish they, they got him. Yeah. That would be a mad purchase. Mm. I think City backed off. I think Leicester, uh, they valued him at 90 million or something like that. Yeah, and then, it's, one those, it's one of those things where it's like, mate, you're asking too much. Yeah, and then City were like, well, no, nah, we won't pay that. I think City were like, we'll give you him and a player. Mm. And I think Leicester were like, no, nah, we, we just want the money. Yeah, which is fair. I mean, considering, you know, Leicester have just grown so many younger players or like bought players young and then developed them. Yeah. Um, you know that's kind of what their goal is as a club, as opposed to buying all this talent. I could see Barca coming in with that with that with that money, yeah. and Leicester being like, yeah, and Mahrez would be like, you, you're making this happen. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, I'm going to Barcelona. You know, he'd fit that. He'd fit that. That fit there perfectly. Oh, he definitely. Just, I feel like he could very easily fit in because they're still playing Paulinho. You know, Coutinho came yeah. off the bench. I feel like in his debut. Um, you know, just get Polinho out of there. Still don't know why they signed him. Because you got players like Iniesta who's just, he's done. Yeah. Coutinho's going to be more of a left winger role. Mm. Just bring in Mahrez. He can be the, the new Iniesta for them. Yeah. I feel like Iniesta could do also just a side tangent for La Liga. Um, could very easily walk into a coaching role with Barcelona. Just even like yeah. as an assistant coach or a Mate, come to the A-League. Yeah, God. Getting marquee. Yeah. Speaking of uh, <laughs> A-League marquee signings. I was going to say, if we're doing A-League, I know Torres is out of contract yeah. into this season. Costa's there, mm. Gamiero yeah. and uh, Griezmann. Mm. Torres needs, needs, needs a team. Yeah. Sydney FC. Oh, give, him a, give him a call. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's, he's the guy I would see either... I think MLS. he was offered to West Brom. Yeah. And West Brom said no. Wow, jeez. Like, I read that somewhere. Like, like they offered him as like, just, yeah, do you want him? Yeah. And West Brom like, no, nah, we'll take storage. Yeah, we'll pass. God, Man, a bit come harsh. on, he's still good. He's still I feel good. like he could, you know... He got MLS. In the right team, he could just go in. Yeah, MLS, I feel like, is the obvious spot mm. for him. Go in. Score some goals because his finishing is obviously still there. Yeah, um, he's not going to lose that, but yeah, his pace has dropped off. As he got older, I've noticed he got he got bigger, yeah, stronger. Mm. He gained. I think I remember he was like probably seventy, early seventy kilos when he was like younger, and now he's about eighty kilos. Yeah, so he's more he's more like the Giroud type yeah. hold up striker. He's good in the air. He's got he's got a good touch. Yeah, good finishing. Mm. But then again, he's thirty three, and he's still worth a yeah. little bit too much to go to like one of these A League clubs. So MLS yeah. is probably the most likely option for him. Yeah, and you'll get paid there too. So, mm. uh, well, we'll move, we'll move on from our MLS segment to <laughs> Stoke and Watford, a physical contest between two sides ending without a goal. Uh, Watford with just four goals in their last five games and just one league win since November 28th. Uh, they did pick up Gerard Delufeu from uh, Barcelona. The Spaniard has been left out of the squad recently. He's only played a full 90 minutes once this season. And of course, he was subbed off in the 88th minute. Uh, for Watford he created three chances but 56% passing accuracy 
uh, did not help. He only found ten. He only made ten of eighteen successful passes. How do you rate this signing for Watford? Very random. Yeah. If I was Delafer, I wouldn't have said yes. Mm. But then again, if he wasn't playing at Barca, then yeah. you want to play there. And at Watford, he's going to start every game. Yeah. Which I mean, I can see him getting injured. Yeah. Very God. easily because yeah. he's a little guy. Watford are going to ask a lot of him. Mm. And I mean, he's not used to playing full full ninety minutes yet. Yeah. But I mean, he's going to struggle on the wing by, like on him on his own. He's got no one there. Like, yeah. There are some good players in the team, but he's just he's just going to struggle to work work with people. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that the Premier League is probably one of the more physical leagues in the world. Yeah. So you know he's got that. He's a La Liga fit perfect. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so we'll move on to the last game. Southampton won. Brighton won. An early penalty for Glenn Murray got the ball rolling for Brighton before Jack Stephen equalised for the Saints, who now just have two wins since match day six which is incredible considering we're up to match day 25. That's embarrassing. So this really should have been an easy win for them considering their squad. You know, they've they obviously lost Virgil van Dijk, but they still do have some great players on that team. You know, Shane Long's right there. Uh, Gabby Adini's still riding on the bench. He's an international uh, yeah. Italian player. I'd play him both. Yeah. Long and, Gab- uh, Long and Ga- uh, Gabby Adini as yeah. well. I feel like it'd be a good combo because, you know, you've got the tall, tall striker who can hold the ball up and head it down and then Long who just zips in and out of the defence. Pacey fit striker. Yeah. But this is, a, obviously, you haven't won a game in like in match day, since match day six. Yeah. Transfer windows here. Mm. That's why they should have just used the, the Van Dyke money. Yeah. Brought some good players. Mm. I know. I mean, easily. I don't think, I don't think they made any big signings. They, you know, um, what's his... Uh, Sufa, uh, Buffal came in last year yeah he was in the August window yeah and then he's been riding the bench for some reason I don't know why he's a quality player and then he's, probably, he's probably the best player to have there yeah. apart from Tadic yeah, in the they midfield are, they are playing Laminov who they brought across from Juventus which is good thank god mm. um, but still yeah just really you know you lose such a big player and then don't replace him exactly what do you think like it's only going to get worse from there if you haven't won, won since match day 6 yeah so I feel like you know it's becoming more and more likely that they do get relegated you yeah. know there's, all, there's what 13 um rounds left in the season sorry 12 rounds left um, you know and the rate that they're going I can't see them winning many nah. so if they can't even beat a home game against newly promoted yeah Brighton, Brighton. then man mate it's Matt Ryan's Brighton excuse you <laughs> so, sorry Matty Ryan <laughs> uh, 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 our next guest on the show Matty yeah, Ryan yeah he'll be coming on soon <laughs> like it's a game you'd expect them to win they, yeah. they've been Premier League established mm. for a long time they've been in the Premier League and they've been performing and Brighton just came up and they're, they're showing them up here So, as always, we'd like to finish on the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good for this week, uh, after very, uh, after some quiet years on a deadline transfer day, we had a big one uh, this year. Also, Elo Quinn Mangala, we should uh, don't yeah. forget about him. Notable mention there. Going to Everton. Uh, it was subject to the Premier League uh, approving. I think it, was, it wasn't a medical, but it was like some review guidelines because it was so tight to the 11 p.m. Uh, actual deadline. So, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's gone through. They've welcomed him properly, but... Some huge transfers, obviously, Aubameyang coming to Arsenal. And just good to see some actual big movement on the last day because generally it's been pretty quiet. That's the thing. I put this... Usually a January window is a quiet one. It's more so like a yeah, quick little team shuffle, reshuffle. Yeah. But I'd say because the World Cup's coming in, yeah. players want game time. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, all the players that moved are players that have their nationality yeah. in the World Cup. So they're like... <clears throat> They're trying to find any any team where they can get a starting spot, yeah. just play some good football, get some good form in because they want to play in the mm. World Cup. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Bachelorette as well. Um, you know, Belgian national team, Lukaku's going to have that starting spot, but mm. if he wants to make the bench. Yeah. Um, and then the form that uh, 
you know, the Belgian national team are in. You know, you've got Mertens up there who could very easily play striker. Yeah. But he doesn't have to play on the wing, you know, given his form. And obviously, De Bruyne as well will be more of a cam role. But yeah. still, I don't see Lukaku losing that starting spot anytime soon. But mm. uh, move on to the bad for this week. Has to go to Arsenal and Chelsea. And through Man United in this one as well, there was a, um, you know, huge losses for them against bottom, you know, bottom of the table sides. Yeah. Um, you know, Arsenal against Swansea really just not performing the Arsenal defence just not committed to Shambles. this game at all and you know considering the difference in class you know like Swansea have Alfie Mawson at the back meanwhile Arsenal have you know yeah. shocked at Mustafi <laughs> like uh, probably one of my favourite names of the Premier League and like Swansea are last eh? yeah, exactly. so I mean 3-1's not one of those games where it's just like oh yeah bottom place yeah nah just not unexpected we, we do have to throw um you know, Chelsea and, you know, United into this as well. Which, I mean, 3-0 against Bournemouth. At home. At home well. especially, yeah. And know. it was like, that, it, was like it was like that they played like a low team or like yeah. a C-grade team. Mate, they played full full names. Yeah. Big squad. Mm. Oh, that's embarrassing. I know. I mean, they did just play against Newcastle at the, um, well, was it just at the end of last week on Saturday from memory. But at the same yeah. time, like, you know, a few days to recover. You got so much depth as well. Yeah. Like, even then, like you would play most of your depth players against Swansea, sorry, against Burn- uh, Bournemouth, yeah, and you'd still beat them. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just poor, poor performance from them. Yeah, and then finally United, Alexis Sanchez home debut. There was that great screenshot of his face when they're down two 0 and he just looks yeah. so sad. Um, I love the screenshot of uh, Giroud on the bench, yeah. <laughs> just having a cheeky smile. Uh, he, I mean, he's there. He's getting paid. Um, it was just hilarious because he, yeah, day before lose to Swansea, day after lose to Bournemouth. Yeah. You know, I was telling everyone, it's like, well, you know, may as well just stay at Arsenal if you want that kind of disappointment. Mate. Save the money. Oh, man. But anyway, uh, and then United too, just uh, just to rehab back on them. You know, 11 seconds, really. You got to be on the ball for that. It was a good goal. You know, pretty well, pretty up there. It's probably the of- best time to get someone for a quick goal when they're just like, our oh, game started sweet. Yeah. You just... No one's going no to expect that. Mm. So it was perfect. Yeah. It was also Paul Pogba's first league loss in, I want to say, well, I think it was like 36 games. I was going to say, yeah. yeah he, but, he, he was like on like a win draw mm. for a long time. Because yeah, he missed the game against Man City where mm. they lost and then also um, has been in and out with injury as well. So yeah. um, did quite well there. I'll <laughs> uh, move on to the ugly for this round. Has to go to Peter Cech uh, or Petar Cech um, <laughs> as well, depending on how ethnic you want to be. This one just... You know, as a world class or previously known to be world class goalkeeper, like you have to just clear the ball. Yeah. You can't fluff your lines. You know, as bad as the conditions were, just mental lapses you know, from someone you wouldn't expect. Yeah, I mean, under pressure, just yeah, mental lapse and just straight to Ayu, like mm. straight to him. I was like, man, just you know, it was the icing on top of the Sunday for them. Yeah. That just really just screwed Arsenal over. Um, he's got to be doing better. You know, even at thirty five, you know, he's not that old considering goalkeepers Goal playing to their forty. Yeah. Either either start performing or. We're going to find a replacement. Yeah, which I feel like they will. So, uh, tough one to end on, especially as an Arsenal fan, but uh, we'll have to leave it there. Thank you, everyone, for listening so far. We will have a a January transfer window roundup podcast coming sometime soon. Mm. Uh, so, we'll get the two of us and then also Oliver on there to discuss all the transfers in general. Yeah, we'll go in depth into the, the Sanchez and Mkhitaryan deal, see what Wags thinks of that. Yep. You know, obviously, get some more uh, information on the Aubameyang deal as well, not to just stick to Arsenal, but <laughs> every other club. We'll go through their signings, their ins and outs. Uh, so far and all the at least the notable players too so make sure you stay tuned for that uh, if you have any questions or comments criticism of the show you can hear me up on twitter that's at seb underscore quinn you can get down on instagram at daniel stevsky and of course don't forget to subscribe and leave us rating on itunes or on Castbox or wherever you can find us we're now also on spotify so you can listen to us there if that's your preferred uh social media platform or preferred platform of choice rather and that's just about it for the show so if you have a feeling down at least you're not peter check <laughs> <laughs>